Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jamal Mayers has been kind enough to join us after Blues games during these playoffs to break down how everything went down and get ready for the next game. Jammer, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Everything's great. Thanks for taking the time with us this morning. I want to start with this. After Kaprizov scored his second, how were you thinking? Uh, how were you feeling with the Blues down 2-1? <laughs> uh, well, obviously he's a special player, and I was probably like every other Blues fan, a little bit concerned being on the road. Uh, Kaprizov looked like he he was uh, feeling it, uh, especially early on in the game and having started with a couple goals. uh it didn't look good, but uh, the Blues certainly responded and Bennington shut the door and uh, they got their game together. Jamal, from a game plan standpoint, how do you attempt to control or contain a guy like Kaprizov? Well, you know, honestly, he's a special player. So at the end of the day, you, he's going to create his opportunities. Um, it, it's, it's funny because he's a smaller guy, so the instinct is to just go to him, close him, be physical on him, but He's also very strong and great on his edges and on his skates. So he wants to get you to engage in him and run toward him and to hit him because he's so strong. He's able to spin off of those plays. My, you know, I think they're doing a great job. Ideally, you want him to have to play defense. Ideally, you want to find a way to keep him in his own end. Offensively, he's going to get his looks. He's going to create opportunities for himself and his line mates. Um, what you try to do is keep him outside the dots. Uh, he's a special player. Be physical on him at, at when you can. As evidence, he saw Schenner uh, go out of his way to, to hit him, and, and you want to do that. You want to be physical with him when you can, but you also have to be uh, aware that he's a special player and he's going to get his chances. And, and Jammer, you try to be physical with him, but you have to catch him first. I, I kind of felt like it, there was a little Patrick Kane there last night, too, because he has, number one, obviously, as you know, you played with the guy, sharpshooter, but he's hard to hit. Yeah, you know what? He—he's—he's he's, at the end of the day, he's a smaller player that guys he's been playing against his whole life have been trying to hit him, right? So <laughs> he—he knows that you're going to try to hit him. He—he's strong enough. He's more powerful than you think, even though he's a smaller guy. He invites that, and sometimes he's going to be able to pass through you, to roll off of you, to make plays through you. So you've got to be aware not only of him, but other guys on the ice as well. So. At the end of the day, it, it, you're better suited having him play in his own end. And the more you can do that, uh, the further away you keep him 200 foot feet from your own net, uh, that's the best defense. Jamal, Ryan O'Reilly had a new baby girl on Monday. He then has a power play goal to lead off Game 5. It's a, probably a little bit of dad strength that's working there, but everything seems to be clicking for him. What are you seeing out of Ryan O'Reilly so far in this series? Well, just amazing. The emotional roller coaster that he must have been on in the last uh, week and a half, um, 
just an amazing person, and first of all, and teammate, and someone who, you know, first of all, as a person, you're happy for him and his wife and family that uh, everything went well, and for him to stay focused, and, and I don't know how he did it, but uh, to maintain his focus over the last week and a half, knowing what was going on at home, eating up big minutes, playing over 20 minutes right now, uh, scoring a huge goal had to be uh, a great feeling for him. And so the the matchup that he has, the fact that he's playing against the other team's top players and, and coming out on the top, on the, on the, you know, the, the better side of the ledger and in two games in a row and leading his team once again. So, um, you know, happy for him, happy for this team who the last couple of games have found their, found their footing and figured out a way to get to flurry. Jamal, let's talk a little bit about Minnesota because in the first couple of games, first three games of the series, that grief line, the Erickson, Eck, Greenway, and uh, Felino line, they were unstoppable. Panger said, hey, the Blues don't have an answer for this group. Well, the last two games they have. What are you seeing? What has been the answer for that line? Well, they're first of all, they're all, all three of them are big. They're skilled. Um they're physical. I think that the less time you spend in your own zone, they want to dump it in. They want to be physical. They want to take pucks to the net. They want to simplify the game, and they want to have sustained zone time. I think the Blues have done a nice job of just understanding that sometimes you're just going to have to punt. Sometimes you're just going to have to get it out into the neutral zone, live to fight another day, and force that that line not to be able to forecheck. And so the, the quicker they're able to get out of the zone, a lot of the credit, too, for me, has to go back to the back end and the adjustments that they've made and, and the fact that getting Nick Letty back has helped, obviously Bertuzzo as well, but it's the it's those four top four defensemen that have been eating up tremendous minutes. And I think Perenko, you're seeing I've seen the best hockey of him uh, these last couple of games, playing over twenty almost twenty five minutes. Again, plus two and heavy matchup. Uh, we've always wanted him to be physical and do all these other things, but. I love what he brings to the table. He's a big guy who has a great stick, who's difficult to play against, has used his length to his advantage and and his size, and has really defended extremely well this entire series. Jamal, do you think the Blues close it out in Game 6 this Thursday at Enterprise Center, or do you think the the Wild respond and push it to 7? No, I think the Blues figure it out. I think that their experience uh, they'll lean on. Uh, Always toughest game to win is, is to end a team season so I don't expect it to be easy Uh, I think the first goal is going to be massive especially at home it'd be nice for the Blues to get off to a good start and get the crowd behind them Uh, one of the best buildings obviously in the entire league so um, I think the Blues find a way to get it done Jammer, one more thing. I want to ask about Binnington because obviously there was a roller coaster with him this year. But when you're a player on the ice and the guy back there has done it before, how much of a difference does that make? Billy Huso's been great all year, but he hasn't won a cup like Jordan Binnington has. Does that make a difference for a player? It does. I think that what happens is you know that he's going to shut the door. And and let's be honest, when he first came in uh, last game, the beginning part, and, and kudos to the, to the Blues for how well they defended, but they only allowed, I believe, four or five shots. So that's not the best way for Binner to get into the game. Uh, you fast forward to game five, and he didn't get a lot of action, but he was solid. He made huge saves. And when you're a guy on the bench, when you're playing in those games, you're sitting there saying, all right, 
Spinner's back. We're ready to go. This is it, it, broods, it brews confidence into the group, and it gives you that here-we-go-again feeling in a positive manner that, you know what, we could do this again. Benner refound his form and refound his game, and playing the puck so extremely well, that's an element of his game I certainly didn't appreciate uh, until I, you know, watching the game last night, how well he moves the puck and, you know, really eliminated a lot of their forecheck. Uh, it can't go understated how well he plays the puck. So good for him, and you're absolutely right. The bench notices it. The guys notice it. Benner's starting to feel confident, and this group is heading in the right direction. Jamal Mayers, great Blues alumni, great St. Louis, and love having you on the show, and we love your breakdowns. We learn a lot, and we appreciate your time, and we'll do this again on Friday. All right, thanks for having me on. You got it, Jammer. Thank you. Jamal Mayers with us on 101 ESPN. He's he, he is such a great communicator of hockey, isn't he? Yes, absolutely. You're right. We always learn something whenever yeah. we talk to Jamal. So great to have him with us. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial.